Good evening and welcome to tonight's edition of This One Life, Stories That Shape You. My guest tonight really needs no introduction. Lindy Chamberlain Creighton was one of my very first interviews when we first launched this program two and a half years ago. I was incredibly humbled and grateful that Lindy agreed to be one of my first guests and I still recall with great fondness that first meeting in a little cafe after I'd hired a car and driven two hours to meet her. That two-part interview we conducted later that day is still one of my all-time favourites. Last year marked 40 years since Lindy's precious and much-loved daughter Azaria was taken by a dingo whilst the family were camping at Ayers Rock, now known as Uluru. Lindy was later falsely accused, convicted and jailed for Azaria's death in one of the greatest miscarriages of justice our nation has ever witnessed. She'd be forgiven for being an angry, bitter woman. However, Lindy is anything but. Lindy is a woman of strong faith, honest, strong, wise and hilarious. And what you see in the media on TV is the Lindy she is in real life. And if you can believe it, she can talk even more than me. I'm honoured to know this amazing lady and to call her friend. So great to chat to you. Good evening, Lindy. Good evening, Sharon. <laughs> it is true. And can I really talk more than you can? That's a question for debate. Well, I think, I think the listeners need to know that we had a conversation last week that went for three hours and 58 minutes. And um, I think I got about three words in. <clears throat> <laughs> Lindy, it's so great to chat to you. I can't believe it's two and a half years since we had that first interview and um, it was incredible. Um, there's so much we can talk about. I guess one of the first things I would like to talk about is um, the 40th anniversary last year of um, Azaria's death and, um, and the documentary that, that came out too. What would you like to say about that? Well, all our planned activities for the 40th anniversary didn't come off because of lockdowns around the country. Um, we were going to have a get-together of all the existing eyewitnesses and as many of the lawyers as we could get together in Melbourne because the majority of them are down that way. But um, well, people in Victoria in particular will understand why that didn't come off. And I was hoping to finally release and auction off some of my clothes from the Royal Commission, which people have been wanting to get hold of for some time and I haven't been ready to let them go yet mm. um, and I was going to let them go for the 40th anniversary but that didn't happen either because they were in a different state again which was also in lockdown so I couldn't get them out of storage and I'm hoping I'll be able to do that this year mm. But who knows? And instead of all that came the opportunity to do a mini-series which wasn't quite what all of us hoped because 
we had hoped to be able to go further into the experiences, uh, the personal experiences of the a lot of the eyewitnesses and even some of the lawyers and their families and how it affected other people besides me. I'm just the headliner, but so many other people were impacted. And in any situation, it doesn't matter whether the person is guilty or not guilty. If there's a court case, there is a family behind that person who are also hurting and blamed or accused. They, the public gets onto them, people spit at them, blame them, they lose jobs, all sorts of things. And it's not like the Northern Territory said to us when we went for compensation, oh, it doesn't affect your kids and parents. Rubbish, absolute rubbish, it does affect them. And the effects were there for life and my children are still bearing them for life and it you know just to say oh only the individual that you see in the news is involved is a silly way to go and you know as a mother you hurt for your kids you would rather have it happen to you than to your kids Absolutely. My parents were no different to that. And my kids, if something happens to mum and she's taken away from you, you hurt for mum, you hurt for yourself. And there's all those gaps in your life. So in the long run, we were really thrilled. We were able to touch on the edges of it. There was so much more they had in the interviews they were hoping to get. Um, but the problem is COVID came. Mm. They couldn't fly to the locations they wanted to. They had to do things via Zoom like you and I are doing now mm. and directing something <laughs> Across the screen when you can only see part of it is difficult, especially when, as in the case of my children, they had a very difficult person working on the other end yeah. who had been recommended to them, but it turned out to be a bad recommendation. And it makes it really hard. And then on top of that, you can have the material in the can but unless you can convince somebody that they need to spend more money to put it on the screen, it doesn't happen. They actually had enough for six episodes, which all would have been as interesting as the yeah. two they did. You'd have seen a lot less of me and a lot more of other people coming together and some groups and all sorts of things but that didn't eventuate but what did was really really good and has had a good reception in fact it's being shown 
in America in a couple of days time I think so if you've got relatives in America and you want them to yeah. see it it's uh on Sundance or something yeah. it it's one of the prescription channels one of the things that really impacted me was seeing your your three kids together um mm -hmm. and sharing their stories and it was so obvious um the pain the grief that's still there and that was really hard to watch and you know i know that it's always just below the surface for you i know especially when it's your kids i know that it's very emotional um but yeah seeing the kids and seeing them recall even just what we saw in that i'm sure there was a lot more to the interview there would have been a lot um, and I think they were a little bit frustrated too that some of what they want to share wasn't aired, um, such is the nature of editing. But um, that was really oh, brave just, of them. Because of the way theirs was done, they weren't able to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. And they were absolutely freezing. They come from the tropics and yeah. they were taken south in a cold snap without even heaters in the room that yeah. was mind-boggling so you were going to see my grandchildren as well but it turned out the location um, and the atmosphere was not conducive to that yeah. much to the producers disgust but um, you but it saw was great to be able a little to hear, bit. Yeah, it was great to be able to hear a little bit of their story, which is great. And the journalist, um, who's, what was the name of the journalist? Um, oh, Denham Hitchcock, the yeah. other series. That was another series, yeah. He did a brilliant job on that as well. Yeah, that was another fantastic yes, on a different on a different aspect of the case. Yeah. So, you know, that was, I found that one, that, that particular series really i mean you warned me the night before i think <laughs> i think you might have been on the project and you warned me that it was going to be on and you said i think you might need your tissues because i think knowing you and then watching you on screen and whenever you tear up i go to pieces <laughs> <laughs> you that know was the second one i warned you about you did penance. warn me and um yeah i i did i i found that really <laughs> confronting um, um, did, I guess before we go to the break, I wanted to ask you, probably not going to have much time anyway before the break, but did the 40th anniversary bring up extra grief or was it a, was it a specific anniversary that felt stronger, the grief? None of the above. Can I go for the third option? Yes. Um, I'm not one of these people that go, oh, today's the day, so I must feel sad. Yeah. I, I do tend more to gloss over um, or I'm fortunate that I never remember dates for anything. <laughs> um, I have a job remembering my kids' birthdays but I, I always have a problem with Azaria's birthday, not her death date. Yeah. Because to me, you keep the positive emotions. Yep. And 
I don't feel the need to put myself through over and over again the harmful memories. So you think of the positive ones and because you think of the positive ones, you then are more hit by birthdays because you think of the happy things and with the happy things, of course, you think of the birthday you're not having. Yeah, gosh, that makes sense. Lindy, after the break, I want to chat to you about grief and just the grief journey in general that I think might help a lot of people who are listening. So stick with us. You're listening to This One Life, Stories That Shape You. My special guest is the amazing Lindy Chamberlain Creighton. <laughs> 